Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Adult Puzzle Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Lala Jay. Lala Jay is not here with me today, but we have something amazing planned, and I do have some very, very, very special guests with me, Lily and Ike. EK, hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? Feeling good. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Same. Thank you guys for joining. This is like, so this at the beginning of the season when Lamedy and I were planning out the season, there were just some people that I knew for sure I had to have on the pod just because of how our conversations are. <laughs> and you guys are one of them. I really wish Maima could be here, but you know, she's here in the spirit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just a little intro for, you know, people who don't know you. I'm gonna intro you guys and then put you guys on the spot for a little bit. <laughs> So Lily or Balale, whatever your heart <laughs> desires, <laughs> and EK are my cousins, um, very near and dear to my heart. I see them as my babies, but they're grown-ass adults. <laughs> um, they're just a few years younger than me, like one or two. So it's not like they're babies at all. Like these are grown individuals, <laughs> guys. Um, but I'm really excited for this episode and we'll chime into the topic very soon um but before we do i wanted to put you guys on the spot you guys don't know i'm about to throw this at you uh-uh. louis mm-hmm. describe ike in like one two or three words if you had to and then ek describe lily in like one or two words let the listeners know who they're talking to okay okay um ek three words i'll say spiritual yes uh, <laughs> Love a spiritual queen. We love it. Um, <laughs> you guys have been always praying for us, guys. Yes, that's a praying woman right there. Yep. Um, I will say funny. Yes. <laughs> and um, she's passionate. Yep. Yeah. Those are my three words for EK. Thanks. <laughs> I agree. Um, for Bonle, I would say she's... Uh, caring she cares for the people she loves uh selfless mm, uh, yes. she's always there and like that's so she true she doesn't like like doing stuff for people she loves is not a big deal <laughs> for her she's a warm person like you know she's nice you could feel good with her you know positive energy yeah <laughs> I agree. I I absolutely agree. Okay, thanks guys for introducing yourself. Sorry for throwing you um, a little bit off track there. Um, so for today's episode, we are talking about something very special to us: our hair. We're talking yes. about our black hair journey. You know what that's looked like from birth till now, and and we're in our early twenties, so we've pretty much like had different types of relationships with our hair over the course of childhood till now and so we're really going to talk about that today and just dive into some more things about hair journey and I don't want to say natural because I feel like we've evolved 
so much that mm-hmm. sometimes we might be talking about our natural hair journey. Sometimes it may not necessarily be natural. So let's dive into it. Are you guys excited? Yes, <laughs> yes. let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So start us off with your hair journey. What does that look like for you guys? Um, and I'm speaking more so from birth, basically, mm-hmm. till now. What are the different phases that you've gone through with your hair, the different textures that you've explored, all of that? So for me, I would say it's been a, it's been a long journey. And when I... I grew up in Nigeria. I lived there for 15 years. So, like, I never even had an idea of what, like, I never even knew that my hair was, like, natural. Because, like, nobody ever talked about natural hair. Uh All I remember was going to the salon, getting it permed. They'll wash it. They'll wash it. They'll perm it. They'll wash it and then put it in the dryer. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done, they would put like <laughs> rollers in my hair and yep. they would style it so that that was like the thing that I knew. And like, I would always like when my hair was permed yep. because it was very soft. You could put your hands through it and like, it was just very like lifeless, but yep. it felt good because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, that was just what they did. I didn't have any idea about natural hair. I never really saw a lot of people wear, like, their hair yeah. natural, like, in, in, like, the curly state. Mm-hmm. That was it for me, but from nursery, primary, boarding school, perm, everyone permed their hair, and then... uh I came to America in like 2016 and mm-hmm. my hair was kind of like in its natural state and also like not natural. So like I had to like do the big chop. And then after I did the big chop, you know, it was a struggle because <laughs> I had never dealt with my natural hair before. Yeah. Like the very first time, I think Bonley and Maima which mm-hmm. is one of my cousins, Our they cousin. styled my hair for yeah. me. And I was just like, oh, you know, they did it for me. But, like, I was just struggling. I just felt like I wasn't really – I just felt like nobody really, like, showed me how to – like, they was like, oh, you do this, you do that. But my mm-hmm. hair is, like, so thick. So I just kind of just, like, gave up on it. I was like, you know what, I'm going to be braiding my hair a lot. Uh-huh. So I started doing that. But then I realized that braids, like, chop your front hair yeah, so I was like tension. you know what let me just take a break you know let me actually have patient for my hair so I did that started wearing wigs started I know now I know how to like wash my hair I know how mm-hmm. to blow dry my hair I know how to moisturize mm-hmm. it I'm still kind of like struggling with style in it but I could I have like two styles that I'm like confident one time Bo and Lay, she said she wanted to style my hair for me like she did like twist and like the way she styled it for me she like put in a lot of product yeah. so by the time I took the hair out I had like curls and I was like wait what I was like I have curls and they looked so like like the type of hair texture that I've always wanted. I was like, okay, so all I have to do now is just find the right product. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to start like putting in product because products really does change a lot Yeah, natural hair. And I have like, my hair is really thick. And if my hair can't have curls when like products are in it, I just think it's a matter of like 
just taking care of it and just like experimenting mm-hmm. but yeah it that's is a process now, it is. But it's a lot of it's a lot of work my roommate will always be like i love your natural hair why don't you wear i'm like girl it's a lot of work <laughs> it's not i said black hair is different it's not yeah but yeah that's mm-hmm. I think that's, that's like my hair journey. Yeah, okay. well, that's good to know. Thanks for the like. I like that evolution, and I like how raw you were because there's definitely a lot of struggles there, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So, oh yeah. Well, I think like just kind of growing up in the states. Um, uh-huh. I mean, as a kid, I wore my hair natural. I feel like we all did, kind of as little black girls. Yeah, wore like the barrettes and the bobbles, yes, or like the corals with beads. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and then you just, you reach a certain age, maybe when you're in, like, fourth, fifth grade, going into middle school, and you don't want to wear those styles anymore. Like, yep. obviously, those styles aren't cool. Like, yes. And so, for me, once I got to that age, like, I, it was, it was, like, instant for me, like, no question, my hair had to be flat iron. There was no, like, I'm wearing it natural. Like, I didn't I think, think that was, was, like, a thing or, like, acceptable. I didn't even, like, think like oh yeah I'm gonna wear it natural it was just automatic like my hair is gonna be flat ironed yep. it's gonna be straightened or it's gonna be like in braids you know and I just gonna say wearing it natural just wasn't even in <laughs> it wasn't even a thought no, yeah like yeah. It, yeah in middle school all the way up to high school as well like I just didn't feel I didn't feel comfortable wearing it like I felt yep. like it was just too nappy like I was yep. like what am I supposed to do with it like so it was either braids or my hair was flat iron it was straightened or it was permed you know yep um and that was kind of up until maybe I think after I graduated high school and I went I was in community college and like kind of the natural hair thing was kind of yeah yes. like and people I noticed, like, we're starting to wear the hair natural more. And I was like, okay, okay. Like, maybe I'll try this. And so I kind of went from, like, kind of relaxed hair to going natural. And it was hard. Like, I was like, how do you ever perm your hair? And sorry to cut you off. I just want to give some background here for anyone that might not know what perm is. So perm is basically Mm. putting a relaxer, which is a type of chemical that kind of does reverse engineering on your hair for a black girl (laughs) so typically a person of color has curls coils curly hair whatever the texture Mm -hmm. may be and so with a relaxer or a perm it straightens that out It, it basically breaks down um I'm forgetting the exact bond, but it breaks down a specific bond in your hair that causes your hair to be straight. So that's what we mean by perm. So Lily, yeah. did you ever, because I don't remember you having a perm. Um, I did. I, I'm trying to think exact. It's not like exact. Because I know you straighten your hair a lot, which is I different, did. but not, yeah. <laughs> it's different, yeah. yeah. I did get a perm, like, I want to say middle school like sixth uh, grade seventh grade and it kind of honestly did a lot of damage because when you get perms yes. you're supposed to keep it up yep. you know you're supposed to like continue to put that relaxer in your hair like every I don't know few months or whatever like and I wasn't keeping up with that and so it kind of just caused a lot of damage to my hair and I ended up eventually like once I like started transitioning into the natural movement I cut mm-hmm. a lot of it out yeah but it was it was hard because it's like your whole life or like for a lot of consecutive years you're going with like you're you're used to your hair being just straight and easy to like manage to like okay now I want to wear it natural how do I even where do I start yeah <laughs> but I will say YouTube helped me like I kind of 
I looked on YouTube and I found like YouTubers who kind of have my same hair texture because, you know, you want to like, I don't know, you, you want to find someone who kind of has the same hair texture as you and see kind of what they do, how they style your their hair and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's what kind of helped me like, I was like, oh, okay, this is how you go about it. This is what you're supposed to do. I really use like YouTube, honestly. Yep. Um, But it was tough, like just that transition to like yes. the natural hair. But honestly, it was really liberating. Like it, I, right? I, it was really liberating, like cutting my hair and just being natural. I, I found like I was more confident. I felt mm-hmm. like really beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, like I like wearing my hair natural. Yeah. It is a liberating feeling, honestly. Yeah. And I don't know if this is like fair to say, but I felt more in tuned with like my roots. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, definitely. Me too. Yeah. Because I know you, you big chop too, Lola. I did. I did. <laughs> you no, did. That's, that's, yeah. So, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. Are you done with your journey? Um, where are you now? Where am I now? Um, <laughs> now I've, I'm definitely like comfortable and I know kind of what I'm doing. Uh-huh. I kind of do stick to the same style. I love a good twist out. Ooh, um, it looks so good on you too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys, just so you know, Lily is the best with like styling her hair <laughs> and I look at Lily. Can I look at Lily? You're like, yeah. can, you, can we be like you? <laughs> Girl, yeah, it was yeah. a journey though. It takes yeah. a lot of just you got to take risks and like trial and error, yep. different products, different yeah. styles. And like, mm-hmm. I just really did kind of learn from YouTube though. So my journey is so similar. It's like a merge of you guys, I would say. When I was younger, um, I've we've all had full hair. I think all of us, maybe it's like a family oh, yeah. thing. Like we have really, really, like really full hair, guys. Every time I go to the salon, they're always like, oh, it should take two hours. And then they start working through my hair and they're like, oh no, <laughs> maybe six. <laughs> yeah yeah and so I always had full hair and I one thing I realized me compared to my sister is that my hair grew faster and the way it was portrayed to me it was like oh that's a good thing so I remember always like appreciating how fast my hair grew and then with my mom because my hair grew really really fast cutting it was never an option like even trims sometimes it was like, don't go too short because <laughs> mm-hmm. I had really long hair. And I remember when we were younger, like you said, Lily, like when we were super young, this is before like middle school in Nigeria, they call it what? Primary. Uh, primary school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like er, the late later classes of primary, like four to six. Um, yeah. We definitely had our natural hair out. So EK, unlike you, I don't think I permed my hair when I was super duper young. I want to say the yeah, perm came like 10-ish. Yeah. Like I think 10 was when I started having extensions. I didn't really have extensions when I was younger, like a kid. I think now I see a lot of like, not babies, but maybe like five, six-year-olds with braids. I didn't have braids until yeah. a bit younger. And I don't know if it's a good Same. or bad thing. Like I don't have any uh, opinion on that because it's, you know, it's it's different for everyone. If, you're, mm-hmm. if your scalp can take it, sure, why not? But I didn't have braids until like 10-ish. And then I started to experiment with like um, the extensions. But I started with like ponytails where mm-hmm. we put our hair in a bun and then there's like a ponytail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know I, that style. I used to love that style. Yeah. And my mom, <laughs> my mom was always like, she would never want to do it for me. I was like, that's my favorite style. She's like, no, that's the style that the um, most of the pepper sellers wear. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> on the street she was like because they, they used to call it parking gel just call it parking oh, gel yeah, like yeah, yeah. do you wanna that was my favorite style and she was like girl no yep. <laughs> also my mom did like because it was also a lot of gel yeah, a lot of gel mm. yes a lot of gel and like you don't keep up with the gel no. right you put it and then it's dry and yeah it dries up basically dries for up. like weeks and it's just like hard basically if you think about what happened to gorilla glue girl that's what we used to do (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's really harsh on your hair yeah on your style Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think it's crazy because back in the day in nigeria so similar to ek but i think i kind of like immigrated to the states much younger but similar to ek where i basically was born and grew up to a large extent of my childhood in nigeria when I was going to the salons and stuff, they never really cared for our hair from the natural hair perspective. Mm. It was always like, okay, what's going to be the easiest way to get this girl's hair done? And usually it's like blowing it out in the most aggressive way, or they advise you to perm your hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which like, I mean, now we, we have a whole natural hair movement, which is great. But back in the day, it wasn't really a thing. Like, in Nigeria, people used to care for your hair like you... They wanted you to have kind of like Caucasian hair or mm-hmm. basically hair that was easy to, to manipulate, which is not necessarily our hair texture. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Lily, unlike you, I don't necessarily think I started flat ironing my hair mm. until like much later. I think I did a perm first and I got a perm, I want to say maybe like 10, 12 ish uh-huh and i remember i loved it like similar to <laughs> you oh yeah i love my perm i loved it <laughs> loved it like yeah, uh, i think it was you that said it was so fluffy it was it was just put your hands through, through. It. yeah you can put your hands right. through yeah. it was just like flowing and stuff it's crazy because when we were younger we were made to believe that to have good hair our hair needed to lay a certain way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Um, high school, I think for me, I had to, like, I, my hair was still permed. So I was permed from, like, 10 up until I did my big shop. Do you remember that night, Lily, when I cut it and I was taking a video? Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. I did it la. out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you what happened coming up to that. So I used to, like, perm my hair a lot in Nigeria. And, like, you know, it was fine. Sometimes I would just braid my hair or let the hair down. I also really got Mm -hmm. into sew-ins, like, towards the end of of college. However, when I came here, like, finally, finally, like, stayed here for college, I realized, and I don't know if this ever happened to you, EK, I realized that the way they permed here in the States versus Nigeria was very different. I never, yeah, I never permed my Your hair, hair yeah. in America. Yeah. So in Nigeria, like, you know how when you perm your hair, sometimes you have the burns on your scalp that, like, yes. creases up? Mm-hmm. That didn't happen to me very often, maybe very uh, sporadically, like, I don't know, once every six months or whatever. Mm. But every time I permed my hair in the States, I got it permed twice. It always happened. And it would be mm. a big surface area. And I think it's because with Nigeria, the perms that we were using were the perms that we took off the shelf, like 
black and is it black and beautiful i forget what name oh of my god you there remember with so the girls many, the girls and i'm like i never look like this girl <laughs> i know I'm done. but i always wanted to she said i'm done <laughs> Yeah, it was black and beautiful. There was ebony. Yes, yes, all of and, them. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, we used to use those ones. But in the states, I found out that whenever I would go to the salon, they use like professional grade relaxers. Yeah, like hardcore that's shit. Burn, yeah, that's a burn. Mm. It burns, and mm. so that happened to me twice, and it was extremely uncomfortable. Like I would mm. be on the seat my scalp is burning Burning, and for like days i feel like huge burn in my scalp my god yeah and that's when so that happened the first time the second time it happened i was like yeah this is the last time i'm doing this because in my head and that was also the part the time where i started to get more into like science and i was like this is not healthy Healthy. yeah Mm -hmm. at all (laughs) at all the fact that I'm feeling this burn in my scalp, like what's seeping through my scalp? Yeah, like what chemicals? What chemicals are we using? It's not right. <laughs> it's not right. It's not yeah. right. And when I started to do more research on like the actual ingredients for relaxers, they use something called, I believe it's lye. And that stuff is so strong. Mm. So freaking strong. Like it's kind of similar to the things that you use to wash your like toilet bowls. Mm. yeah um so it's very very, crazy it's yeah so i told myself i was like this is it but that was my inspiration if i'm being honest how did you feel after you big chopped um okay so when i big chopped my biggest uh worry (laughs) mom i love you was my mom (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like growing up it was always obvious that like i had long hair Mm -hmm. and uh like how fast my hair grew was a blessing that I had that not everyone had Mm -hmm. and so I had also never cut my hair before that point never ever Mm -hmm. so when I big chop I was really nervous about my mom but me personally I just I wasn't nervous about how I was gonna look because at the back of also another thing to note is I didn't do like a bald big chop like I had a little bit of hair. Let me say like a two inches or three. Mm-hmm, like a little fro. Like a little fro, exactly. Mm-hmm. So when I cut it, I was like, okay, worst case, I don't like it. I go get some braids the other day, like the next day. One of the luxuries of being a black girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> I know. So I wasn't too nervous, but I do think like it was obvious that I wasn't inspired by the black like the black hair natural movement. Natural movement. Mm. I never really like looked at looked up like resources to help me take care of my hair. And I think that's where I'm at right now is I still struggle, I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. with like keeping up with my natural hair. Like I know how to do the fundamentals, like you know, deep condition, wash, blow dry. Yeah. But besides like my ponytail, like just putting my hair up in a bun. You know how you really have your science behind it, Lily, uh-huh. <laughs> and your process? I just never, like, looked out for that. And I would mm-hmm. see people that I really admire their hairstyles and stuff, and I always wanted to do that. But I haven't gotten there yet, honestly. But, um, yeah, I think for me it was more so because I was tired of the pain 
relaxers were correct because I would like you said with relaxing you have to keep up with it so mm-hmm. I was relaxing my hair every three months or no was it three or five months I can't remember but it was often and I would be yeah. in that pain especially when I was in the states for like a week or two straight and it doesn't sound like a long time but imagine a week where your scalp oh yeah hurts mm-hmm. yeah um, yes. So that's where I am now. I am natural. Obviously, that was a long time ago. So my hair has grown. But I think for me, I still don't. I don't know all the techniques and the uh, the tips and tricks <laughs> for how to take care of my hair texture that I, I try to learn sometimes. But because I haven't really fully been like, okay, you know what? I'm going to rock my natural hair in so many different styles i haven't gone searching and i really want to i think i'm very much the queen of protective style like maybe Mm -hmm. you see my natural hair like twice a year (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe and then i'm always like i always have like braids or wigs wigs are my shit Mm -hmm. but i was gonna ask you and i feel like we've kind of talked about this but i want to dive into it some more because i think it's really important to talk about but did you ever have points in your life where you did not like your hair or your hair type and why? And I can start with myself. I feel like I kind of always wish that my hair was like wash and go type of hair. That's always been like a wish mm-hmm. for me. Like I wish, I guess I could do a wash and go, but because my hair needs like products to really, I don't know, is it nourish the curls and for the curls to like flourish? Yeah. It takes more than just a wash and go for me. But I do know some people that like they literally can just wash their hair, put the conditioner, wash it out and just go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely always wish that. Um, I think the other thing is I do not like how expensive it is. Oh, my gosh. Just Guys. natural hair products? Products. Oh, my gosh. The, like doing protective styles. Um, also depending on where you're at, cause I know like in San Diego, it's so ridiculously expensive mm. just to, and they act like they're doing you a favor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. Keeping yeah. Up our hair. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's so expensive. And then the last thing for me is I've always felt, especially in my career journey, I've always felt like I needed to go the extra mile to make sure that my natural hair looks professional. And mm-hmm. I, I've i actually, like, I used to rock my natural hair to to uh, work all the time when I was still in college and I couldn't necessarily always afford, like, braids every two months. Da, da, da. So I used to rock my natural hair. But again, it was, like, wash my hair, blow dry, and put it in a bun. And for me, that was, like, professional. Mm-hmm. I would never actually, like, rocked my fro yeah yeah and so that's something that now i'm like why did i do that like i like a fro is very much just as professional as a bun like that's my natural state you know yeah so Mm -hmm. that's it for me what about you guys um i think yeah i definitely went through like a phase of kind of wanting like just wishing my hair would naturally be straight Mm -hmm. and like or wanting my hair to look like like the Barbies I played with, yes. they had like straight wavy hair or like even just, 
don't know, people who I saw on TV and in movies, like, why can't my hair naturally be like, I don't know, straight and stuff. And I feel like maybe I just didn't have like a lot of representation growing up. That natural hair. (laughs) And like making me feel like, oh, like my hair, it is beautiful in this fro, in this, in its nappiness. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, as a kid, like I didn't really feel like I had that kind of representation. Yes. Um, and that's why when the natural hair movement came in, I just like, I just felt it was just like comforting. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, we can't, yeah. Like, and it was just like, like I said, when I did go natural, it was just like a liberating feeling. And it was just like, okay. Like, I don't know. Like it is my natural hair is beautiful and it's natural state and stuff like that. Um, so I did go through that, like, just kind of wishing I had, like, either straighter hair or, like, curlier, naturally curlier hair, too. I did go through that phase. Like, I wish my hair was curly and not, like, so thick, you know? Yeah. Um, the representation is so important. And I think definitely. that's why growing up, we all had this perception of how our hair was supposed to look like. And also what we were yeah. told for it to be healthy. Like, I really thought straight hair was healthy hair. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I didn't know it was unhealthy. Right. <laughs> I didn't know I was, like, damage, doing heat damage Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just think what really got to me was just, like, the thickness. Actually, no. I think that my hair would do good, very moisturized. Because I have, like, it's full. I think one time... Um, I think it was Bonley. She was like, it's not even the thickness that gets to me. She was like, your hair is not even that thick. It's just like the fullness of it. It's like, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even with styling it, I'll look at Bonley's hair. It's not like too full and it's not like too too scanty. And like, I just see her, you know, she's able to just like do it really fast. But for me, it would take such a long time because it's so full and thick. And you want to go through like, you want to really go through it to make sure it's moisturized and all of that stuff. And also, uh, yeah, um, just like getting your hair done has become so expensive. Someone was saying, yeah. someone was like, why is as a black girl, like getting your hair done is like so expensive now? Like, why is it like that? And I feel like, of course, like for people that can't always afford it they would have to like find like an alternative going forward. What I want to do is just like, okay, buy some products. I have seen some styles on YouTube and I'm like, I want to try that out. Mm-hmm. But it's just really taking that time to sit down and be like, okay, today I'm going to do my natural <laughs> hair. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but, and that's, that's for me. Like, I don't want to be doing like trial and error. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about wash days? I don't yes. know about you guys, but like, when I have a wash day, like Ooh. I know I'm washing my hair. I don't really have plans. I don't really no, nope. because I know it's like an it's a process. Like it's an all day thing, and yep. I'm not about to go outside with my hair. But like, like wash days are a whole yeah. It's like a whole day thing for yeah. me. <laughs> no, okay. So literally, there are two things I actually want to speak on. The first thing is wash days and trial and error because mm. I I don't know what I was thinking. So you guys know me. I'm kind of like a go 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 i love to multitask i like to do like okay multiple things at once uh maximizing my time efficiency blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. so i would always think like okay if i need to go out 
and I want to have this style, I only need like a few hours. Mm-hmm. But trial and error is like you never know what your hair is gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> so boy, like you having wash days and like styling days, I think that's one thing that now I'm realizing like, okay, that is important. So I actually want to start having like one wash day a month that sounds disgusting but trust me as a black girl washing your hair once a month that's good Uh, yeah it's literally fine (laughs) (laughs) that's good like we'll start there and then maybe we could increase it but yeah no wash days are so important like having just that day dedicated because i've learned that it's not just a three-hour thing like no yeah it yeah. takes time and patience, especially if you're trying to style it and deep condition, like actually put in love into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes time. And it's also a workout. It is. And like, once you're done, you're freaking tired. <laughs> you're tiring. tired. Your eyes are red because the steam. Eyes are red. Yes, from the steam, from the conditioners dripping down. Like, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Does your hands you are hurting. Oh yeah, your fingers are all wrinkled. Like, your, your, like your, your eyes are red. <gasps> Because of yeah. the water. It's yeah. Does your the... body get itchy? That's like a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people will try to make plans with me like, oh no, I know I washed my hair today. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going out. Like, yep. I need, look, I literally need to start doing that. Like, one day a month where it's just wash day, hair care day. Because we really, like, our hair needs the extra love. Mm. And I don't want to even call it love, yeah. but like, it needs the extra time. I guess attention. it's love. It is love, yeah. <laughs> extra love, love, extra time. Extra time. Effort. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. Absolutely yes, agree. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I like saw some very interesting facts and I want to read them to you guys because I okay. I'm not surprised. Basically I these are some of the facts. Almost all women, right? Like worry about their hair at some point right it's like oh mm-hmm. how does my hair look da, 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 da. but black women experience the highest level of anxiety amongst other mm. groups of women doesn't that make sense oh yeah yes it does. It does. <laughs> literally one in three black women and this one is important to me because i you know how i feel about fitness but mm-hmm. one in three black women report that their hair is one of the main reasons why they don't exercise as often as they do or haven't exercised Mm-hmm. but it makes sense because yeah. even me like when I work out and that's why I like protective style so much I remember last Christmas I flat ironed my hair after like a day after Ooh. working out <laughs> yeah your hair is flat iron mm, I don't know about working out right? sweating it out it's pooping like, it up literally <laughs> um the other one is like one in five in five Black women feel social pressure that they need to have their hair straightened for work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay. This is yeah. a good one because I remember I was in high school, you know, senior year. There was this conference that was going on in Tracy. And mm-hmm. I went with, you know, some teachers because they had to like escort us there. But mm-hmm. the, the women that came, one of the teachers, well, she wasn't actually like a teacher at my school, but she was at the middle school. So I never really saw her that much. But she's very beautiful, you know, blazing, you know, very beautiful. And she always had her hair straightened, right? Mm-hmm. And she was just telling us, she was just like, she was like, unfortunately, I have to straighten my hair just because of the business-like type of thing. Like, you know, you're going into work, you know, you have to look. She was just telling us, she was like, it's real. And I never, I would hear people talk about it, but I actually never 
experience someone talking about because she's mixed right yeah she was just like Mm -hmm. she has to keep that her hair straight yeah I don't think it's not even because they're forcing her to no but it's like okay like this is the real world yeah and she talked about that. I was like, oh, wow. I like, think people it's actually a pressure. feel this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Black women have this extra pressure, like, from society that, mm-hmm. like, we have to keep a certain image professionally. And I feel like just our natural hair isn't really a... I mean, I think it is getting better, better now, yep. for sure. But, like, it just wasn't accepted by society that, yeah. like, our natural hair was was professional or could be professional. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I just get angry because I'm just like, first of <laughs> yep, all, we do. This is this is the hair that God gave me. Like I didn't give myself Preach. this hair, and your exactly. hair, God gave you that hair too. So why why should I have to like make Conform, myself right. look? Yeah, for right. you to like be. I don't know. I just yeah. yeah. Wait, let's it's not, not right. It's it's not. And I kind of wanted to talk about that. Like what you guys think the perception is in general society. I think the biggest thing for us is what we've seen in media mm-hmm. as good, perfection, uh, glorified, wanted. It has mm-hmm. been everything farthest from our hair type. And I'm talking, yeah, like back in the day, media, right, where even when we did see black girls, their hair were straight, Straight. bone straight, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bone straight. And like, and, you know, we saw more and more of them in front of like already, you know, media before it wasn't a lot of black people. But when black people started to have the forefront, we saw how they were portrayed and for us looking at that whether or not we believe it but media shapes how we live our lives like heavily and so I think that's the biggest in my opinion way that as a society like black community we sort of thought because the society perceives this type of hair texture and layout and look Mm -hmm. to be accepted professional wanted then we felt like we had to conform and i'm going to switch it also to like the black community i feel like in africa nigeria specifically for some weird reason we never really took the time to figure out what worked for our hair type we just took whatever the western world gave us which Mm -hmm. was like perms and we took that as kind of like, okay, someone has figured out a way to make our hair professional, so let's use it, rather than like, wait a minute, you know. And I think within our community, like there's, I mean, it's changed now. And I just want to say a big, because if you think about it, the natural hair movement, like that started with like one woman, and then two, and then three, and then four, and then it just like multiplied, you know, those women they don't recognize and I don't even know who they are but like those few women who were able to like hold their head at high and be the difference in their workplaces be the difference on media be the ones to be like no we're not going to flat iron her hair we're going to portray her in her natural state like they set such a great example and huge shout outs to them because for real now we see the representation and like obviously it's not to the point because i think now even within our society we still have that like good hair stereotype let's be real oh yeah (laughs) and let's actually talk about that but i don't know about the good hair what do you guys think (laughs) man i feel like 
definitely growing up like that good good hair meant first of all long mm-hmm. hair, curly mm-hmm. or like soft you know curls yep. or straight and like even saying nappy I feel like nappy has a negative undertone to yes. it I think it might be getting better but it definitely has like this negative undertone that like you don't you like someone might even get offended if you're calling their hair nappy, nappy. Like, yeah uh-huh, our natural hair our like natural thick froze and stuff wasn't classified as good hair no nope. like, definitely media all that like as we said it's getting better like now and over the years but yeah our hair was not classified as good hair yeah Actually. and I think that's the biggest like well maybe not the biggest one of but even within our community and we saw what we or we perceived what we thought was good and then we embodied it within our own community and as I mentioned earlier in the episode our hair texture varies you know there's super coily afro fro like not really a curl pattern you just have a very thick fro and then there's the curls where it's just like very curly and we even have wavy some people just have waves right and so to to what Bonnie was saying the good hair was always like the more you can put your hand through it easier Mm -hmm. the straighter it was the longer it was that was good hair yeah and I don't know that for me yeah it messed with me I would say a lot same especially Mm -hmm. in the states not in Nigeria because in Nigeria everyone (laughs) everyone had like similar hair texture yeah we were all aspiring to have straight hair but then here it was like because there was such a bigger variation the aspiration was okay can I have a little curlier hair or straighter like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's crazy because when you look back I don't know if you guys have seen pictures from I think it's the 70s where they actually rocked their froze it was beautiful it was was a movement for a while yeah I think I remember seeing Angela Davis talking Mm -hmm. about the hair and saying you know a lot of white women they they wanted to like start like they wanted to look like them, but they couldn't look like them. Mm-hmm. And just like the fro and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what switched because in between that, there was like when, you know, the straight hair movement that, well, I, I wouldn't call it a movement, but the straight hair period mm-hmm. that we were kind of born into and then where we are now. So I wonder what changed, like what switched from that embodying and embracing your fro to I Relaxers. know. I think about that yeah. too. Like that yeah. fro movement, yeah. it was gone. It just like <laughs> I think it was the relaxers. <laughs> I yeah, think. I think relaxers came in, and then yeah, I mean relaxing. Yeah. yeah, the last uh finding that I or cool fact that I saw when I was mm-hmm. just like looking up stuff for this episode was that one in three black women. Think about it. One, two, three. Me, you, you. Mm. One of us has a lot of difficulty finding products for their hair Mm. and more people than expected have not been able to find the right products for their hair. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That is. But it doesn't surprise me because we even talked about this too, where it's like, because of the variation, there's so many different components of a specific type of product that may work for one person that doesn't work for one person. But Mm. the beautiful thing is, 
I see more and more people of color, Black people, in that industry, in the hair product industry. And that is making such a big difference. Difference, yeah, for sure. Huge difference. I think it was Pantene, their gold series. I swear by those products. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, you put me on those products. I did. Mm -hmm. The products are great. (laughs) Pantene, if you're listening to this, sponsor your girl. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, but I heard, I did some research on it. The scientists and the chemists in the labs Mm. were black women and different hair textures. So they actually Mm. brainstormed together, try to find the best thing. I mean, obviously, you know, it might not work for every single type of black hair, but at least there was more knowledgeable people People. working on the products than like, I don't know, nothing against like Caucasian people, but like they don't really know what our hair is like. So how are they going to give us a solution? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about tips and tricks, Lily. This is gonna be <laughs> your segment. Tips and tricks. Because <laughs> you are the okay. goddess of all things hair care. <laughs> so help us out. Help us out. Natural hair okay. tips and tricks. Um. First, maybe I'll just like kind of walk you through my wash day, mm-hmm. and like, cause wash days made me learn a lot. Like at first, when I tell people that I, I comb my hair out like I wet it and then I put conditioner and oil and comb my whole head out before I even get in the shower and then wash it like people are like what like you do that I just hop in the shower wash it but yeah I take that time and like I um just go in in sections and I yeah I wet it I put a conditioner and then I put like oil and that really I find that it really helps when I'm in the shower, kind of like washing my hair, mm-hmm. it doesn't like when I'm putting shampoo in my hair, like that oil, like helps it. I don't know. It just helps to like not dry my hair. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys ever feel like yes. when you're doing shampoo and stuff, it dries it out. Yep. But like having that, like just do that, doing that pre kind of like coming out and stuff before I get in and wash it. Like I really see a difference with that. And so every time I wash my hair, I do that. And then okay. I get in there and I like, go through with the um, shampoo, conditioner, and then I leave a conditioner in for okay. a little bit. How I long? might even do um, – if it's just, like, regular conditioner, I'll leave it in for, like, 10, 15 minutes okay. and then rinse it out. But okay. if it's, like, a day where I feel like doing a, a mask a or a deep conditioning, mm-hmm. I can leave that in for some hours or even overnight. Okay. Um, and then wash it out. And that also, I feel a difference in that too. Like, I don't really know. What does it do? It's just, your hair just feels yeah. better after like I a deep conditioner. I think it's able to get into all your like hair follicles and the strands at yeah. the easier like seep through and marinate yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. marinates in there yeah (laughs) and then you find it easier to kind of just comb it out Mm -hmm. and like once you style it um it just it does something it really does (laughs) once I'm out and I rinse everything out I then go kind of do the same process before I get in the shower like do that again section it Mm -hmm. but this time I'm using like a curly product like a product that's for like I don't know um Meant to like, like a uh, enhance meant, your curls. Yeah, and it, yeah, okay. that's meant to enhance your curls. Gotcha. Okay. And I'll use that, and then I'll uh, seal it with the oil again. Okay. Like I love using olive oil. That's like my go-to oil. And then I'll then you you style it for me. You know, I go, I do my twist outs. That's my go-to. So I'll twist it, and then 
something I like to do is kind of like leave it in twist for like a day or two. Like the next day, mm. I'm not, I don't usually take my twist out the next day. I like to let it like sit in yep. its twist. So I'll throw a wig on <laughs> over my twist. I'll throw a wig on or I'll just like Ooh. wear my hair in twist. I'm just now getting more comfortable like wearing my hair in the, in the twist. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you know what? It's not, it's kind of cute. It's a look. Yes. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you throw your hoops on with it and then there you go. <laughs> yes. But like, then I'll take the twists out. Cause like, it seems like it's more defined if you leave it in for like a day or just some hours or a day or two. Mm-hmm. And then you take the twists out and then you kind of want to, for more volume, you want to pick it, mm-hmm. pick it out at the roots. And then there you go. Basically. One thing I want to do now is really just like embrace my natural hair in all aspects because mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. for example now the cornrows mm-hmm. is something every black every black girl is like okay just like the cornrow with your natural hair you're wearing it under a wig that's yep. the hairstyle for the yeah. wig you're not wearing it nowhere else <laughs> right and then much. I was just like hold up I was just like wait like I could actually because then like if I wanted to go out be like okay well this is not this is this doesn't even look professional Profe- for me to go but I was like it's my but I was like it's my hair so right. I was just like exactly. started looking up like hairstyles you know, just even like the ones that I did with the beads, that was like, oh, I love that like, one. Yeah. I was just like, yes, I, I'm going to be doing more of this and mm-hmm. I'm not going to add extensions because I could actually rock my hair. Yep, that's and what we rocked in like, high school. Make it, yes, that's, I was like, okay, I did rock this in high school. I could still rock it now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm I'm not a child. I could put beads in it. You know, <laughs> beads kind of came back. Yep. Now it kind of yeah. went out of style for a while, but I was like, now nah, I could rock my natural hair. I could put, you bids like that's like at the end of the day that's like the root of it like I don't always have I haven't braided my hair in like since I think 2020 I haven't like gotten like braids really like proud of that and I was like Mm -hmm. if I could keep it maybe going forward I would only braid my hair maybe like once or twice a year year. what you guys are saying is spectacular like I was like I'm learning so much Lily, from you because I'm like wait I just go in wash condition I'm out like I said mm-hmm. earlier I'm always trying to do time efficiency but yeah you're like whatever they, I can do to just quickly like get this done like you gotta spend time on your hair and you know yeah. so that's, like I'm actually gonna try that and for mm-hmm. you EK like embracing all of your natural hair like that is so important because yeah. you are right even when I have my cornrows in I'm like, can I go to you don't the grocery store? Like, yeah, yeah, but that's right here, right? Like somebody, like, hair, I hate that we, yeah. I hate that we question it. I, know. I hate that we feel that way. Like, ooh, let me throw a wig on because I don't want to walk outside with these cornrows. Yeah. I don't want to walk outside with these twists. But no, like, why do we have to question it? Yeah, we have yeah, so like, we should. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. there's so much. I didn't realize this until now, but you're right. There's so much unlearning. And we've done so much through, like, Mm -hmm. embracing our natural hair. But even now, Mm -hmm. still, there's still so much unlearning that we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my dad. (laughs) He would always be like, oh, like, 
he I guess my dad just likes the natural hair. My dad too. He, he's yeah, always like, Why you wear wigs? Same. My dad hates Same. my wigs. Yeah. <laughs> I know, um, I was like, is this an African dad thing? Like Yeah. <laughs> they love their natural hair. We love that. They do. I yeah. love it. And yeah. my dad was always like, you know, like, why don't you have someone like just plate your natural hair for you just um braid it for you and at that time Mm -hmm. I was like "Uh uh-uh I was like nope I'm not doing that I was like I need to look professional but now I'm like you know everywhere I went when I did my hairstyle everybody was like I love your hair I love your hair I was like one of my friends Mm -hmm. oh my god this girl beautiful natural hair and this girl does not care this girl she'll wear you know how like the nollywood the early 2000s yeah <laughs> look she has she would do that she'll do her natural hair with rubber bands and then she put rubber bands in front of her hair and then she leaves the fro at the back oh and I think then I she would also like do like twist not like the juicy twist with like the product, juicy. but she'll do like she'll do like the twist where she'll blow dry her hair and she'll just wear the twist. Beautiful. Mm. Like she does so much. I'm like, girl, like you're really like inspiring, inspiring. me because yeah. you just when you see her wear her natural hair, you wanna wear your natural hair yep. like that. Mm. So I was just like I was like, girl, you know, I'd be struggling. She's like, Don't worry, you learn. <laughs> she's like, struggling. You learn. But, uh, yeah, she's really like you know, she really is like yeah. the natural hair person. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I feel like we really are. We are starting to embrace it more. Yes. And I love and how I love- like we get inspiration because Lily, you inspire me so much, and Ek, <laughs> I bet she's gonna inspire me. And now, I'm like, you know what? I need to unlearn the fact that my head is saying, "Why are you spending five, eight hours on hair?" Like, no, I'm spending five <laughs> hours on hair because that's gonna keep my hair healthy and then allow me to embrace my hair in embrace its fullness it, yeah. yeah i love that i'm i'm, I'm getting chills right now <laughs> yeah and i feel like it comes for me it comes with like it's just giving me an extra confidence in myself yep. and like i'm like you know what i don't know it just makes me feel extra beautiful more yeah. beautiful like no able okay. to just rock my natural hair yeah I kind of wanted to, like, I don't know if you guys ever experienced, like, kind of being, I don't know, called out or something. Like, well, I went to, like, a predominantly white college, like, university, and, like, being natural at a predominantly white institution is an experience in itself. Like, I don't know, you know, like, you know, they don't understand our hair, which is fine and stuff, but, like, just, like, We'll we'll have our hair one way, like one day, and then the next week or like Switch the next couple of days, we go to class and our hair is different, and they're all like, "What?" Yes. Like, I'm like, I had that experience so much in college. Like, people oh, are like, yeah. like, "Lily, your hair, like, it's different," and it's just like everybody's staring at you. Everybody like turns their head and they're like, and it's just so yeah. Awkward, but. <laughs> I bet, and your school is small, and it is like predominantly yeah. Caucasian, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I had those experiences a lot. I don't know about you guys. Like, I honestly, for me, work. Oh, you didn't like wear your hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and work. I don't like that. And that's why I realized that for me with work, I like to have a staple look. And that's why I defer to wigs because mm-hmm. with wigs, it's it's literally one wig and if it gets bad I switch it up so that way I have less of like because even when I do braids like switch up my braids and so let's say I go from my natural ponytail 
ponytail. And when I say natural ponytail, like nothing is on the, like it's just my hair mm-hmm. up in a bun. And then I switch it up to like braids. There's always like, oh my gosh, Lola, like did your hair grow? And then <laughs> yeah. having to explain, especially when you don't want to. Like if it's when like you don't want to, a random lunch, fine. But if I'm walking to a meeting, like don't talk about my hair. Like exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's definitely a thing and it's a thing for sure I think it's a blessing and a curse because as a black girl I love the fact that like I can switch up my hairstyle whenever I want to mm-hmm. like today right. I am Lola with a bun tomorrow <laughs> I got some long ass braids uh-uh. next tomorrow I have a pixie wig like which <laughs> version which flavor do you want I got yeah. you but yeah. the the flip side is like having to I don't know, explain. To yeah, explain to people who don't know. understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. One of my friends, freshman year, I went to get my hair. I think this was like the very first time seeing me change my hair. She was like, oh, I didn't even know that was you. I couldn't even recognize yep. you because of your hair. And, uh, and I think it's such a thing of like, oh my god, like how did you hair. do it? Yeah, hair done. Look at the beard. They be amazed. They're so amazed. Like, they be amazed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like it, I mean, it, it is form. a way. It's it an, really is. Yeah, it's our way of it's, expression. It's an expression. Too. Yeah, a yeah. way of expression, and I love it. And there's someone that really it. inspires me on Instagram. I think she changes her hairstyle. Maybe like every two or every three weeks so she wear wish. like she wear and she's oh she's an influencer she, she, she got money but like she do like braids like she wear wigs like she just do a lot of different stuff i'm like okay girl i have to like she's the one that inspired me for like a lot of wigs that i have now even like mm-hmm. hairstyles i'm like okay i'm following your <laughs> i'm following your path and it's so beautiful when people when people see you as a black woman like you just look different today like i mean i mean why wouldn't they be jealous but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay why would they be jealous? Why wouldn't you be jealous? No i love it i'm not gonna lie even sometimes i feel like i can hide my identity too yeah mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if i don't want someone to recognize me but they mm-hmm. they saw me with a hairstyle i'm switching it up so whenever mm-hmm. i go to the grocery stores anyone i work with hears this i'm sorry i always put on a different wig from my work wig. <laughs> yes it's like a little disguise yeah. <laughs> so even yeah. if they're like that person looks like lola it's like oh but her hair is different <laughs> oh yeah that's not lola can't be <laughs> My very last question for you guys, um, and this is all to like wrap it all. We've had such a great conversation. <laughs> I'm leaving here feeling inspired. I'm living here yes. feeling like my hair is going to get some more love from me. I'm going to start having hair days instead of quick hour washes. <laughs> um, yes. What's an advice or not just one, like what are advices that you would give your younger self on loving your hair more and navigating through like your hair journey? Hmm. Um, I think like I would tell my younger self that basically just remind her that my natural hair in any state that it's in is beautiful. Yeah. Because I definitely feel like I did not get that or feel that way when I was younger and like just 
yeah, remind myself that like whatever state it's in, it's beautiful and not to compare yes. it to anyone else's either. Like, yep. um, just also just like, I guess the natural journey, just being patient, yep. <laughs> be patient with yourself, like, and just experiment. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything you said, like a thousand percent reminding mm-hmm. myself like, Hey, this is your hair. Like Ike said earlier, this is the hair that comes out of our scalp. Like, yeah, yeah. this is what we were given. The hair we're born with. Exactly. So who are you to say this is on professional or on uh, kept or whatever? So understanding yeah. that. And like you said, I think another big one for me is like patience. I haven't been the most patient person with my hair. And with that patience mm-hmm. comes like experimenting. I think that's something that, I would tell my younger self and also my current self, like, okay, Lola, like you got to experiment with your hair, figure out the different ways you can manipulate your hair, like all of that. And not just like cornrow wig. (laughs) I would just tell my younger self, I guess, to be patient and not give up. Cause I feel like for me, once I get irritated with something, I'm just (laughs) like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this, but just like keep on trying because like practice makes perfect. Like the more Mm -hmm. you try, the easier it becomes. Like it's not, you just don't do something. You just don't expect something to work out just in one day. You just have to keep on trying. And then I guess you get used to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I a thousand like agree. And again, like I think, as we continue to grow and evolve with society, with media, with the products that are on the market, I think it's going to continue to get better. And one thing I'm really, really happy about is that we are getting to love our natural hair as adults. And we're just going to share Mm -hmm. that love with our kids because I'm seeing so many young parents now that they're, they're showing their kids hair so much love and they're teaching their children how to take care of their natural hair from such a young age and that's the education that we had gaps on like we didn't necessarily know don't comb your hair if it's not wet like in the salon they would Mm -hmm. forget just comb it um so little things like that i'm 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 so happy for the evolution and the growth and yes i'm gonna check in with you guys if you guys see me rocking some different styles just know that this podcast episode is inspired <laughs> that. <laughs> yay yes i'm excited yes uh thank you so 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 much for joining me today on the conversation i know we don't have Lamade here but he gave us a green light to go ahead and this is more so a girl's chat you know very intimate mm-hmm. with us girls so i'm happy you guys are here I can't thank you enough. I love you guys so much. And I'm excited to see all our different hair journeys this hair, this this year. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Lala. Thanks for having us. Of Thanks. course. Of <laughs> course. For the people listening, thank you so much for getting to this point. You're listening to Adult Puzzle Podcast. You can find us on anywhere that podcasts are available. Um, follow us on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, send us DMs, comment on our posts, interact with us. We're always looking for people's feedback. If there's anything within this episode that we said that stuck out to you, stood out to you, send us a DM and we will continue the conversation. Also, you can send us emails at our email address called uh, at life at adultpuzzlepod.com. That's life at adultpuzzlepod.com where you can just send us your feedback and I don't know, 
thoughts, ideas, whatever you want us to talk about, just chat with us. Let's get personal in there. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. And with that, it's a wrap. Thank you, Lily. Thanks, Ike. Bye, guys. Thank you.